0: Listen, I get it. You like saving in Bitcoin, but check this out. You can actually complement your HODL position by investing in Bitcoin startups. If you want additional upside and enjoy learning about angel investing, you should check out Lightning Ventures. Lightning Ventures is a great way to stack real equity in Bitcoin only companies. They've invested in businesses you've heard about on this show, including Azteco, CrowdHealth, and Swan Bitcoin. And Lightning Ventures makes it easy to get started in the world of early stage investing. The minimum investment is only $1,000 per deal, and you only invest in the deals that make sense to you. So if you want to get a behind the scenes look at the startups you know and love, if you want a chance to support their growth, and if you want another opportunity to profit as the Bitcoin ecosystem develops, check out the 60 second application in the show notes to get started today in building a world that runs on better money. Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedman, and our guest today is Nate Castillo, who's the founder and CEO of Lucent Labs. Lucent Labs is a Bitcoin startup on a mission to democratize financial infrastructure with Bitcoin and to extend that to every organization. Now, If you've been a long-time listener to the Business Bitcoinization Show, Nate may sound familiar, and that's because we've had him on on an early episode. Scroll on back towards the beginning of the podcast, and you can find the first interview with him. But they've continued to build at Lucent Labs, and I'm excited to share with you some of what they're doing. I'm looking forward to sharing this interview with you. But before that, we have this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight, and this week it's the Grand Rapids Bitcoiners. The Grand Rapids Bitcoin Meetup, located in Grand Rapids, Michigan, is a Bitcoin-only group that's focused on Bitcoin education for all. They meet on the fourth Tuesday of the month and encourage newcomers and Bitcoin veterans alike. With monthly giveaways and a friendly atmosphere, the group's been growing quickly with regular attendees from all over the state. Their focus is to introduce as many West Michiganders as they can to the beauty that is Bitcoin, with a growing focus on orange-peeling local business owners. Topics vary from lifestyle to global economics and everything in between, taking into consideration how Bitcoin is impacting every facet of life. Locations can vary as the group continues to grow, so look them up on Twitter at grbtc and on meetup.com by searching for Grand Rapids Bitcoin. Those links are in the show notes below. And if you're curious about finding a Bitcoin meetup in your area, I encourage you to download the OSHI app. OSHI has a feature that helps you to find the closest Bitcoin meetup to you. Now, we're going to get to our interview with Nate right after this business owners unlock the benefits bitcoin has to offer your business with a bitcoin for business quick start guide this 27 page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with bitcoin check it out in the show notes nate welcome to the podcast thanks for
1: having me josh good to be here again
0: So I like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives. These questions, we're switching them up a little bit this week because we've had you on the show before. So are you ready? Let's do it. All right. First question. What is the part of the Bitcoin rabbit hole that you've been most interested in recently?
1: For me, lightning has always been, you know, top of mind. It's still very new, even though for those in the space that are that have been in the space for a bit. It seems like uh, there hasn't been much, but there's actually been a lot going on within Lightning from different companies announcing and just just seeing all the different experimentation, the different use cases has been something I've been diving into, um, not only as an entrepreneur, but, um, you know, just looking to provide better value and service with Lightning as a whole to business.
0: So these next three questions are the same as the ones we've had before, but the answers may be a little bit different this time. Second question is, what's an insight or fact about Bitcoin that you wish that everyone understood?
1: Good question. I know last time I mentioned, uh, you know, its ability as a humanitarian tool. And I think, you know, I want to just continue to echo that, like the fact that there's 5 billion plus people out there that don't have access to financial infrastructure, um, you know, is a big potential use case for Bitcoin. Um, And now, you know, obviously, as a community,
0: we're trying to realize that vision that Satoshi had. Question number three, what's the Bitcoin resource that you most recommend to other people?
1: Uh, Right now, it's been um, our Lucent blog, uh, at least to our customers and just trying to get, you know, good education content within that context. Um, But just as a Bitcoiner, you know, I try to emphasize the community, right? So um, the Bitcoin GitHub, You know is obviously a great source and all the all the companies building on bitcoin have a github so if you want to get into the technical information that's like the best place to start and obviously some people who write in the space you know publish things uh in an open source manner on on github as well so whether it's like leading edge uh you know pros or leading edge code you
0: can all find it in github so beyond Bitcoin, what is a resource tool or an idea that's been helpful to you or your business recently?
1: I'd say as of late, um, you know, I've been doing a ton of reading. So having a Kindle and <laughs> access to the Kindle app has been really helpful. And not only just, you know, reading books, but reading a bunch of different samples of books. So for me, um, having to be a generalist and ramp up on different elements of running a business as well as technology, you know, reading the samples. You know it's been something i enjoyed especially over the holidays is just getting into a topic real quick and seeing if i want to dive in more so uh definitely leveraging the kindle more than usual lately
0: so so I'm curious here you may not have an idea top of mind but uh, roll with me here for a second if you would so either what is the the best book you've read or maybe most helpful book you've read recently not necessarily a vanity title but just something that's been very helpful for you or the best sample that you'd recommend people go ahead and pull up on their phones right now and uh, take a read through
1: yeah so for me most most top of mind has been recruiting um and and There's tons of books about recruiting, but I was um, really interested in a book called Recruiting by Ryan Breslow, who's uh, another founder, you know, in the space he founded Bolt. And it was it started out as a word doc that he had shared with, you know, a bunch of other founders. And then he eventually just published it. Right. Um, So not a super long book, but there's, um, you know, some nuggets in there on just creating a great recruiting process. Um, What are the things to look for as an early stage? Uh, you know, founder and entrepreneur in talent because it is a unique kind of uh, you know way to recruit versus a, an established company with you know a team of recruiters
0: or outsourced recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been, you know, my my latest read. So now we usually have our final arbitrary but insightful question. Is it better to ask why or why not as a general life principle? You've already answered that. If people want to hear your answer, they can go back and uh, look at that later. If you'd like to change your answer or whatever else, that's fine. But the main question I have for you right now is this is a podcast for uh, business owners, for founders. You are a founder yourself. And the question I want to hear from you today about is what is the question that founders should be asking either themselves or other people around them?
1: I think this is, you know, a lot like people can overcomplicate it, but I think is it, am I having an impact? Mm -hmm. You know, when I look at the schedule, um, you know, when I look at what I'm doing for the day, when I look at what I'm focused on in this specific moment, I ask myself, am I having an impact, you know, towards our mission? So if you can answer that um, and then quantify it in some way, that's going to uh, allow you to you know see the path towards enabling that mission you're chasing. you know I think that's a, a great question just to consistently ask yourself,
0: great? But here's what truly sets them apart. Veles Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Veles Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future proof your business in the coming age of hyper Bitcoinization, head over to VelesCommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at Veles Commerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. Well, Nate, we're here today to talk about your work with Lucent Labs. You know, we had a conversation really early on. You were just getting things off the ground. We talked about Bitcoin operations, a.k.a. ops. So maybe you can catch us up on well, what things have been like for Lucent Labs over the last few months. And we're going to eventually be getting into some of the new projects you guys are working on as well. But maybe if you could just catch us up on what Lucent Labs has been up to over the last few months.
1: Yeah, so there's been a lot going on since we last talked, Josh. So I'm glad we're you know able to catch up. But BitOps is a Bitcoin operations uh, framework that we created a while ago in the effort to help businesses as well as enterprises onboard a Bitcoin strategy. And so what we've been doing a lot over the last several months has been you know talking to customers. To be completely honest, um, we ran a successful proof of concept you know, with a version zero of, you know, our product, and we had some successful outcomes as well as taking those learnings um, and and filling in some of the gaps and making things a little bit more automated for customers. So, um, lots of work went into that. We've also been recruiting the founding team um, and and still um, doing that. So, we're, you know, opening it up to a couple more roles, um, you know, as we continue to expand, you know, our products. But we've been really um, seeing a lot of interesting use cases coming out of, you know, companies specifically, you know, international companies leveraging Bitcoin um, in some really painful areas, right, where legacy finance or TradFi has has not been able to shore the gaps or that it created a lot of friction um, with a lot of middlemen um, or just like a complete lack of infrastructure in certain areas. So um, it's been a busy several months. Glad to have um, some time to spend here with you and get you caught up. Um, as well as you know some people that are interested so that's what we've been up to um, as
0: of late great great and maybe if you could also just catch people up on on what they should be thinking about when it comes to bitcoin operations like maybe a couple nuggets especially as you've been having conversations over these last few months what are some things that business owners who are listening to this podcast right now should first be thinking about when it comes to bid ops in their business
1: yeah, so just to be you know crystal clear, Bitcoin operations is a operating model, right? To leverage you know some some sort of operating standard so that people can you know maximize the amount of value that they're getting you know from their Bitcoin strategy. Um, and the the thing about value is it's somewhat subjective, and so as a Bitcoin operator, you need to not only have a good head on your shoulders about the Bitcoin ecosystem um, and all the technologies within that ecosystem, but you need to need to have the business savvy to understand the unique uh, unit economics to your business and how to craft solutions and align them to enable value. And that could vary dependently or com- completely by what stage company. You know, some of these, are, you know, some might be a startup, some might be an enterprise, and there's different things. You know, they're looking to you know attain. So, Bitcoin operations is a framework that allows you to um, you know, align in a really easy way. And you do that in three ways. So there's three stages, and I kind of think of it as a flywheel. Um, the first being enabling great education content and in, in, in infrastructure, right? So recognizing that um, there is a ramp period that people who may not know Bitcoin or understand it, but there's a ramp period that they need to know. Certain um, things about its economic properties, its unique monetary profile, um, and why it's you know the number one you know asset in a digital asset um, you know uh, category, and uh, you you can't expect everyone to spend a thousand hours you know on Bitcoin Twitter and YouTube to understand that. So the Bitcoin operator, the champion within the organization, needs to have some tailored content you know uh, to help ramp up their their management team as well as you know communicate why the organization uh, can do that and then you need to enable the infrastructure right and so that is knowing what uh, you know providers to use for lightning nodes how to do it uh, yourself as well as the you know the different projects that exist out there with Bitcoin um, you know uh, nodes as well as you know the Bitcoin Pay server there's tons of you know different open source uh, you know software available for people uh, to leverage. And you know that takes some time. So being able to do that relatively quickly is important in enabling that. And the second thing is, you know, then operating right and creating those processes, creating those workflows that are inherent in your business. So it's not causing disruption, right? Every business has a certain operation cadence mm. that they like to run. Um, and so being able to fit the technology within that operating cadence, creating as low friction as possible. Um, you know is really really important, and that takes you know kind of a a gentle touch, right? Um, and then the last is uh, being able to look at this technology and optimize it, right, uh, for those certain unit economics that we're talking about, right? So being able to look at you know a variety of metrics, um, you know not only revenue, but how are we um, you know managing costs? How are we you know managing liquidity if we're running you know, a lightning payments um, strategy? And how are we managing our custodial risk, Mm. right? Depending on how you uh, derive value, or what is valuable to your organization in that context, like you need to be able to optimize that. And that could be um, anywhere from improved economics or improved security. So uh, to wrap up, you know, Enable, operate, optimize is what Bitcoin operations you know, is, is focused on. And, and we'll have more resources working on you know, publishing some of these things on GitHub as well. Um, but the whole impetus is to create some standards around businesses operating so that they can do it in a safe, secure, and uh, self-sovereign way.
0: So you mentioned having someone in the business who can champion the Bitcoin education, maybe even the Bitcoin conversation and some of the tutelage along the way of all that Bitcoin might uh, include for the company. Would you recommend that being the business owner? Would that be optimal or is it just good to have someone within the organization? Would you consider hiring for that? How should business owners who like this idea uh, think about that that person in their business and how to make sure they have a solid person in place?
1: Yeah, so there's you know, as Bitcoiners, we know there's a variety of different skill sets, you know, that are required. You know, people like to engage philosophically, people like to engage with the economic properties as well as the technical stack, right? And so I would I would first um, say there's no specific persona. It's great to have a business owner or leader who, you know, wants to engage in Bitcoin. That's, that's fantastic. Um, but it doesn't always have to be. Uh, we we see a variety of different personas. Um, it could be someone who's like a chief revenue officer trying to recognize revenue in a deal that they're doing um, overseas in Argentina or India, and the central bank won't let them realize revenue here in the states, or uh, you know uh, do some uh, currency con- uh, exchange. So they have to you know have some path, um, and luckily with Bitcoin they have a path to you know kind of circumvent some of those things. And still recognize uh, revenue here and, and, ha- and have that opportunity in a low fee um, you know, internet native way and so uh, or you could look at it from a treasury asset perspective, right and that's where a, a treasury team, you know a treasury operations team where they're worried about cash flow management and having things super liquid and they could leverage bitcoin's liquidity to move li- uh, move working capital around to be able to not only buy new. You know, property in an international context, but post collateral um, and, and manage cash flow that way. So there's a lot of different ways to leverage it, and different um, personas leverage it differently. Um, as a like an engineering team would develop, um, you know, you you know, an integration with their e-commerce server, or um, you know, look to spin up Bitcoin incentives within their, an application or a gaming um, application, right? So. There's a wide variety of contexts. That's why it's important to have a core set of infrastructure, and that's kind of what we're focused on, um, you know, enabling and
0: building at Lucent Labs. So I know you have a couple new projects that are in beta right now that we can talk about. And uh, before we get to those, is there anything else that, that uh, is worth spending a little bit of time on to kind of catch people up, or do you really want to go to the the next two, which would be a Bolt Node and Bitcoin Cash? What's the best direction here from your perspective as the founder who's been in the trenches over these last four or five months?
1: Yeah, I would say you know. We do have uh, something we've been offering, you know, to the community. You know, if you need any help or you're interested in a Bitcoin strategy for your business, we do have uh, BitOps consultations that we leverage, where we want to work one-on-one with you. We want to tailor this operating framework and, and spend time growing the ecosystem. Um, so feel free to leverage that, um, and then we can kind of brief you a little bit more in depth on on uh, some of these other projects that we're working on.
0: So, with that being the case, uh, let's talk about these next two projects. The first one that you mentioned uh, before our conversation was Bolt Node. So, could you catch us up on what Bolt Node is? And then after that, we'll move to Bitcoin Cash, which is uh, for listeners who might um, be tempted to, to turn off podcast right now. It's not C A S H; it's C A C H E.
1: Yeah, thanks for for making that clear. So, Bolt Node is a Bitcoin and Lightning infrastructure uh, product that we're bringing to market. Um, like I said, we're going into, into you know, a beta release, and we have a sign-up workflow for people that are interested um, in getting in that beta. Um, but we want to make provisioning this infrastructure really, really easy to enable some of these workflows I mentioned previously, right? So in a bit ops, uh, Bitcoin operating you know, context and leveraging our frameworks, we want to enable those fr- frameworks and those workflows to create a templated, uh, templated approach to help automate some of the, the resource provisioning that goes into this, right? And so, Bolt Mode is meant to be somewhat infrastructure neutral, meaning you could spin it up as an open source on your own infrastructure. You could, um, you know, pay us to, uh, you know, manage it for you. We don't care. We just want to enable you with this uh, technology in a non-custodial way so that you can start um, accepting payments, issuing payments um, to your vendors as well as, you know, your business partners and, and, you know, leverage the the benefits of um, running your own node. Uh, And so that's where Bullnode fits in. We want to make that process, like I said, really, really good user experience. And so for those interested, um, you know, come on in. And then we have Bitcoin Cash, right, which is you know, instead of saying "here's your you know hardware wallet," we want to create an air gap solution for a business, and it's a unique use case. Like, you can't expect like an individual to have the same needs and requirements, you know, as a business when they're trying to s- take a self-sovereign approach to Bitcoin custody, right? So the whole um, you know element of cash is to enable some some treasury infrastructure that they could deploy in a self-managed way. So we can. Allow businesses to leverage technologies like multi sig and some just uh, some Merkle tree based, you know, proof of reserve, some things that are, you know, relatively popular, but that will be valuable in their context, um, enabling self uh, custody. Um, and the whole goal of that is to kind of create a user experience where it's a no brainer for them to take UT, their UTXOs and their private keys off of exchanges. And we want to mm-hmm. enable them. I think there's an assumption. You know, with folks like MicroStrategy and some others, you know, that have, you know, were early adopters in treasury strategy of Bitcoin. Um, but they could be enabled even more and, and lever and hedge some of the custodial risk that exists. Obviously, with you know, FTX and some of the scares we're hearing about Binance. Like I would be scared if I was a business owner or a treasury manager, CFO, and I was exposed uh, you know, to those platforms. And to be honest, some people had no choice because they did venture capital investments. FTX did, and required some of those companies to hold their assets on those exchanges. It would be nice to have the optionality to take self custody, um, but you know you, there's some you know solutions that exist today that are open source that are great, um, but we we think the user experience you know for business and having a enterprise wallet of sorts, and that's what we're calling Cash uh, today. So. Those are the two core, uh, you know, technologies. Like I said, we have a, a beta coming out, and we have way more up our sleeve that we're looking forward to announcing. But that's all. That's all
0: we got um, for today. Sure, and I, I imagine that we'll probably be having many more interviews as you're releasing new things in the future, because this is really the type of stuff that that. Um, business owners who are interested in incorporating Bitcoin into their businesses need to be thinking about and hearing about. So um, was there anything else you wanted to add there? Because I have a couple follow up questions about both these two betas.
1: Yeah, I was just going to add around some of the Lucent Labs hosted um, products. While we're doing this beta, we are spinning up our LCP. That's the Lucent Labs cloud platform. So we will be offering, um, you know, managed bolt node uh, implementations. Bitcoin Cash will be self-managed uh, for obvious reasons, um, but we, we are playing with different um, you know, collaborative custody models models with that. Um, but it's more based off of customer interest at this point. Um, so that's the only you know, other product announcement you know, that we have. Um, and then we have some openings um, on our team. So if you're interested in this mission, want to get involved and you know, join us in enabling and democratizing Financial infrastructure with Bitcoin, like take a look
0: at Bitcoin or jobs <laughs> um, or reach out. We'd love to talk with you. Great. So when it comes to bolt node here, we had a conversation probably a month or two ago about running nodes. So could you talk with us a little bit about from your perspective, why it's important for business owners to be considering running a node for their business?
1: Yeah, I think um, it's always one good to innovate. <laughs> Right, and keep up with uh you know what's going on in certain spaces. I think those who are true founders, you know have this naturally and are curious. Um, but in terms of deriving business value, you know from running a node, you're not gonna get a lot today from you know routing fees um in terms of the economics today. But I think having the ability to get uh you know the perspective of what this technology can do for you today, and then how you can extend it across other applications. Um, you know, if you're a technology company, it could be valuable. Um, there's also the element of having non-custodial or you know, self-sovereign ways of holding your own UTXOs, uh, which is very valuable. And that's you know, deep in the Bitcoin ethos. And I think you know, a part of that journey is, is getting to this point where you can run your own node um and and that's extremely valuable and and so there's lots of great lightning um service providers out there as well as you know uh platforms offering payment services which are great and we have plans to extend into some of those but i think the infrastructure the technology exists today so kind of getting at that question of why not would you want to own a part of the network as well as um your part in validating what could be the next uh, digital settlement network for the world, right? Mm-hmm. And so, being an early adopter in that would make a lot of sense, I think, from a lot of businesses' perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, not only from managing, you know, your own payments in a self-driving way, but managing custodial risk, which is another thing. But you know, um, the pursuit of learning and, and innovating your own products and services on top of Lightning and Bitcoin.
0: Yeah. So then, next we have Bitcoin Cash. Could you talk with us about um, how people should be thinking about taking custody of their Bitcoin? Maybe some things that you think uh, the, the easiest setups, the smartest setups, just things that business owners have been doing that that make a lot of sense that other business owners should be thinking about.
1: Yeah. So good question. There's some diversity here. Some you know, let's say if it's a smaller company that's managing their own. Um you know, hardware wallet with a single founder is very common and you know what we've seen there is you know the whole mix of you know treasures and cold um, cold cards um, being leveraged for those use cases and and there's usually some blend. They're not necessarily taking um you know all of their um you know Bitcoin and putting it off off chain um and, and storing it in cold storage, but Uh, You know, obviously, with larger players that are storing large amount of uh, capital, feel more comfortable having a custodian. um, Still see, you know, unfortunately, a lot of, you know, Coinbase within the space because that's just like a big brand. But when you go internationally, it's Binance. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think there's just not a lot of good options, um, you know, from a custodial perspective. And there's people that need those, those off ramps. And so there's an education gap about. You know, taking that that custody and leveraging something like multisig. What I found is most people are very intimidated, you know, by that whole process, and and you know, rightly so. It's you know not you know fairly you know super technical to the layman engineer, but to someone who you know has no uh, technical background, it can be really intimidating, and the potential cost could be um, significant, right? If they're trying to you know move. Uh, any significant amount of value, and so those are you know some of the, the types of ways we've seen you know uh, custody handled. Um, there's companies out there like Swan that do a great job in, in making it a really good experience. And I know they acquired Spectre um, too, which they they could you know deploy something you know in a collaborative custody context. I know Unchained also has a great collaborative custody um, you know solution. Uh, leverages multi-sig and some some um, sure bets in, uh you know managing disaster recovery for uh, you know with them as a custodian. But like I said, you're still kind of dependent on them. They still hold a key to some extent, so it's not full uh, self sovereignty. And then you have solutions like Casa, which do a great uh, great job for individuals and some business owners in in allowing them to take custody, but. Um, you know, there's some trade-offs there. And so we think there's, you know, a gap in terms of um, having an enterprise uh, type of workflow where you're the the reality is, you know, if you look at a, a company, like people are constantly shifting and moving, especially now, <laughs> more than ever, people aren't, you know, staying in company. So if they have approval authority within your treasury policy, nice. you know, that's going to need to be updated. That needs to be, progr- you know, done progr- uh, programmatically. Versus, you know, constantly manually updated. That's a lot of work for an individual contributor. That's a Bitcoin operator to, you know, maintain, and that's really high cost. So we think there there could be a, you know, workflow established there, making that process, you know, easier. Because that that the reality is that context, you know, constantly changes, um, and the use case changes with that. So that's that's kind of how I view custody, and where cash comes in.
0: So I appreciate you sharing these uh, two new services with us today. Maybe let people know who this is for. So like someone's been listening to this today and they're saying, uh, there's a a lot of stuff here for me to be thinking about. Is this for me or not? Could you share with people uh, who this is best suited for as far as working with Lucent Labs and especially these two services we talked about today? Then let people know where they can go to find out more about you and the work that you're doing.
1: Yeah, so this is... I would say four or like kind of the market segments we're focused on is the mid enterprise to you know large enterprise, and these could be family owned you know businesses that have been really successful, or they could be you know large multinationals, right? And so a lot of the pain points we're seeing now are are companies trying to do international transactions in a way that's you know clean and through the peer to peer you know payment model leveraging you know, Bitcoin, the most secure uh, blockchain that exists, there, there's value that can be added today there. Um, also, another you know, growing theme is just, hey, millennials love Bitcoin, hmm. and they love being paid in Bitcoin, or at least having the option. So you could appeal as an employer um, by uh, you know, at least appeal to that core. And I think millennials make up like 38% of the labor force in the US too now. So we have a majority, I think. If you're, um, you know, working for an employer that's not offering Bitcoin, at least you know for a percentage of your pay, like they, they need to start doing that, um, you know, sooner than later, or else you know risk their competition getting ahead of them. So, I just think this this tr- even though we're in a bear market, this train is you know left the station. It's continuing forward. It's not you know slowing down. And uh, now is the time to still ride the early adoption wave and leverage the network effects. Yep. Um, and that's the opportunity we see.
0: Great. So where do people go Uh They're, they're interested in working with Lucent Labs, uh, maybe having a conversation with you or just uh, staying apprised as to what you guys are developing at Lucent Labs.
1: Go to our uh, website, lucentlabs.co.co and uh, you can schedule directly with us there for a bit ops consultation um, completely free and Um, That's a great way to get started to learn and interact with us. We're also on uh, Twitter and LinkedIn at Lucent Labs with a Z at the end. And uh, feel free to just reach out to me directly, Nate at
0: LucentLabs.co. Great. All right, Nate, thanks so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Josh. Well, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out to either me or Nate, you can find our links down in the show notes. And if you know of a business owner who would like to incorporate Bitcoin into what they're doing, connect them with Lucent Labs. As always, keep building, keep growing, and until next time, keep living and leading well. lightning wallet and one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app you can earn SAS just by listening on fountain check out the link in the show notes to get started with fountain today